Welcome to the PW Mania Hot Tag Wrestling Podcast. I am your host, Justin C. Joined this week by both my co-host, Cam, and the chairman, Stephen Vincent, here to talk a little bit about Raw from a behind-the-scenes perspective and a in-front-of-the-camera perspective. And we are also here to do our own WWE mock draft tonight. Uh, each of us gets uh, technically a brand. We can draft whoever we want from Raw, SmackDown, or NXT to our brand. Uh, no, everybody's eligible. The only rules being that Roman Reigns and Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens at the moment are considered to be, you know, being able to appear on all brands. Even though we know we have a new world title at this point, which we'll talk about. But those are our only rules, and we'll get 30 rounds uh, into it after we talk about these couple of news pieces here. The first being that CM Punk was apparently backstage at Raw last night. Uh, the story started making the rounds. Uh, I think I saw it maybe like an hour or so or before Raw went on the air. Um, you know, apparently the, the piece in the story together from various places is that he was in Florida, in Orlando, doing MMA commentary. And he took a flight from Orlando to Chicago, which had a bunch of WWE personnel on it. Uh, so he ended up talking with them there, ended up showing up backstage on Raw. Uh, let in by out of the superstars. He, you know, talked to a bunch of people. He apparently made amends with the Miz for that whole, uh, I forget the exact uh, phrase of it, but go suck a blood money dick or something. And then he apparently talked with uh, Triple H as well before being asked to leave by security, which he was like cool with. He understood. Apparently, uh, Triple H, you know, called Vince and said he was back there. And the rumor is that Vince asked him to ask Punk to leave, but he was very, he understood it. He was very cordial about it and then left. There's like the Bruder film of him talking to Tamina Snuka in the parking lot. Um, I think it's more amazing that Tamina Snuka actually still travels to shows rather than that CM Punk was backstage on Raw. Uh, but so, you know, obviously, you know, is there a motive behind what CM Punk did? Um, you know, does it, some people think he was up to promote his AEW return. And, you know, apparently people in AEW didn't know that he was going to be back there. I find it funny that he can apparently talk with The Miz and talk with Triple H and kind of, you know, make amends or talk things out about what happened in the past with them. But yet he can't, the Young Bucks won't get in a room with him apparently. So who the hell knows? It's just, you know, I don't think anything's going to happen from this. You know, is this going to be, it's, I personally just think it's CM Punk stirring up shit, which is a smart thing to do. Um, it's funny to see, but, you know, just a constant barrage of AEW fans going after Punk. Oh, just get injured again. I don't want him back. He's a pain in the ass when it's pretty much been proven that he is their biggest and was and probably will be their biggest ratings draw when he returns. But like I said, I just find it hilarious that, you know, he's apparently back to talk when there's apologizing, you know, like, like adults about stuff, but yet Tony Khan can't get him and the Young Bucks and Kenny Omega in a room together. Uh, Cam, I know you and I were texting about this last night when we saw the news uh come out uh just what are your thoughts on all of it i mean yeah we were, we were texting about it and i i think uh you know maybe whatever happened at within within aew kind of made punk look inward maybe he went to some therapy who knows we don't know uh maybe he's just you know going around and you know making amends for being like a total dig for like the last what 20 years um so it could just be one of those things and yeah i mean it's it's completely hilarious that the the egos on the guys in AEW where I legitimately think that Kenny and the Bucks and they, I think they, they're up there with upper echelon with like Stone Cold and the Rock as far as like wrestling lore goes. And it's like, no, dude, you're kind of a cliff note. Um, it's been almost four or five years now. AEW has their niche audience. They haven't really, you know, transferred onto mainstream media. They don't really have like a giant superstar. I mean, other than Jericho, but Jericho is still 
I mean, yeah, he's in the echelon of Brock and Austin. Maybe he's like like the level below. Um, but they're just, you know, they're they're a solid wrestling promotion, and you know, they can't sit in a room with like Justin said, you know, the guy that made the most money, and you know, he even had it in his promo against Moxley. Moxley, Punk told him that, you know, you be the heart and soul, and I'll be the dollars and cents, and like that's just what it is. And you know, they're leaving money on the table, not having Punk on the show. They're leaving, um, they're leaving money, not having Punk there. They're leaving money on potential feuds. I mean, there's a lot of things they can do, and. You know, at some point, I mean, if they have to bring up another show and have another one-hour show where just CM Punk's there and it's like a glorified CM Punk show, it's it's. I don't think it's going to translate well. It's going to be, like, weird and awkward, especially if they introduce, like, another title and they call it, like, the, the Chicago title or something. Who knows? Um, the Midwest World Championship. Um, I mean, it's just kind of funny. I mean, it's, it's, it's interesting that, you know, it took 10 years for Punk to come back, but maybe it was the double or nothing thing. Maybe he's out to kind of remend some fences and... You know, the day he meets up or makes up with Triple H, you know, you never want to leave the door open. Maybe here in a couple of years that CM Punk will, you know, like I always said, he will at some point go into the WWE Hall of Fame and probably come back and have a match or two. The, uh, let's see what we can call it, the, the Pepsi World Title. Um, I guess maybe you can, that's something you can throw out there. Uh, as far as his titles goes, I mean, I'm trying to think of other random one-off niche things he would do in like WWE there. has a reputation for, I don't know, the, uh, the Chicago Cubs championship. Maybe they get a sponsorship with the Cubs, but yeah, I mean, like you said, it's, if it's a Saturday show and like, I like punk, we like, we're fans of punk on this show, but I mean, if you're trying to do like a six or eight o'clock show on a Saturday night, I mean, that's. DVR material at best for for me and like just thinking about it and you know I'm not gonna go out of my way to find this uh, to like stay home at night to watch the show on a Saturday night especially during the summer or like I said last week during college football season when you've got college football being played every single Saturday night you know come January you got the NFL playoffs it's just a bad uh, a mix a bad combination for that show I think even with punk on it uh chairman what are your thoughts on this CM Punk being backstage uh, at Raw last night story it was definitely something I wasn't expecting I was kind of surprised but then I saw Raw was in Chicago and I'm not thinking too much into it I think it's just one of those things you know kind of like what Cam said you know it's been a have a dick for the last how many years and i think he just maybe it's come to peace and maybe he felt bad about the all-out scruffle and i don't know if this is the first time wwe's been in chicago since that but you know maybe he just wanted to see some people in wwe make some amends you know life short you know people make amends all the time in wrestling i mean we've we've watched this industry for how many years i mean there's been lots of personal feuds and rivalries you know on the stage and off the stage and you know people make amends all the time it's not crazy i'm sure cm punk you know has grown older and realized you know he was dumbass and some aspects and you know just maybe wanted to you know extend the olive branch or something and you know like i said maybe wants to keep the door open for a potential return you know maybe you know, Vince loves the part-timers, so maybe when Pepsi Phil becomes a part-timer, you know, he'll get his main event WrestleMania slot finally, you know, go to the Hall of Fame, do that song and dance, you know. I mean, if, whether you like the guy or not, CM Punk is money. I mean, the guy will get you pay-per-view buys, you know, premium live event views, whatever you want to call it. I mean, the dude has been probably one of the top wrestlers in the last, you know, 20 years. So, his name has value still, you know, whether he's not you know, wrestling, 
I mean, people get to talk about him. His name generates interest. You know, if we talked about, you know, 80% of the wrestlers that are active right now, they're not going to create the buzz that CM Punk is creating. So I don't know what the end game is here, but, you know, I guess we'll see what happens when uh, AEW returns to Chicago here in a couple months. Yeah, I think the one thing they missed out on last night on Raw is having somebody like Dominic Mysterio come out to CM Punk's music after him being backstage at uh, uh, Raw. I can just imagine that music playing and Tony Khan like freaking out and sending out a tweet storm, and then Dominic Mysterio comes out like 10, 15 seconds later just to get all of that heel heat uh, that he's been getting even amplified in Chicago. That would have been fucking hilarious. Uh, so that's the behind-the-scenes story we had going on at WWE Raw last night. The in-front-of-the-camera story being that Triple H uh, introduced a new World Heavyweight Championship, a new belt design, basically saying that when Roman Reigns gets drafted to either Raw or SmackDown, uh, that what other brand is not going to have a champion. So he introduced the World Heavyweight uh, WWE World Heavyweight Title, and then the brand will have crowned a champion at the Saudi Arabia show in May. Um, to start off, I think the belt design I'm it looks good. I think the only change I might have made is that the WWE logo I would have just kept encompassed in a circle around the belt rather than having it stick out a little bit. But I think the design in it itself is actually a better compared to what we've seen from one of their some of the more recent ones. I mean, I know a lot of people like the Intercontinental Title, but I was never really a fan of it. Um, so I kind of like how it tries to get the world title design and the WWE Universal Title design in there as well in the logo. As far as the overall concept, I mean, I'm torn because if you do have two separate brands and if Roman Reigns is actually being committed to one brand going forward, then not having a brand with having a brand without a world champion, which is dumb. Uh, at the same time, I think you could have just avoided this by having Cody win the title at WrestleMania, splitting the belts up. And then, you know, going back that way, too. But at least it's a different design from the WWE and Universal titles. Maybe Roman will just walk around carrying one title now at this point. Um, but, you know, I'm willing to give it a chance. Uh, like I said, I, if Roman is actually going to be on one brand, then it makes sense for this to happen. Uh, what are your thoughts, uh, Cam? I mean, yeah, going forward, I mean, it just kind of just depends. Like you said, are they going to – is Roman going to carry two belts or is he just going to be the undisputed champion and they'll come out with a title for him? They basically split the belts. I mean, they basically did what I said I thought was going to happen after Mania where Cody would win the title and kind of split the belts and, you know, cut up, come up with whatever promo or reason why he wanted to split the belts, give some other guys some chances or whatever. That's basically what they did, um, except Roman stays the champion. Um, I mean, I like the design. I kind of agree with you. I wish it was just kind of just flush, but it looks fine. It looks like a – it looks a little bit different from the IC title, and I kind of like that too. So, um, it shouldn't take away though. The only problem I have with it is that post Mania, yeah, we've seen Theory involved in stuff, and Gunther's been involved with stuff, but they have to keep their eye on the ball. And remember that those guys are flourishing as well, and that those titles need love too. And this can't just be a um, another like shiny point. Hey, we're gonna book this for like the next month or two, and then we'll completely forget about it, like the WWE does with a lot of stuff in the past. But I did tweet out last night that if uh, Austin Theory being the, the world heavyweight champion means Bronson Theory is the U.S. champion, then I'm totally for it. Oh, I don't think I don't think you want to hear that chairman here in Austin Theory become the world champion. What do you think? <laughs> Gross. I don't even know why we have another belt in the first place, honestly. It's like you had <clears throat> two different belts for two different shows. And you guys are the ones that put Roman has your supreme alpha god and unbeatable 
I mean, you could have ended this with so many ways. You could have had Cody being that mania. And then Paul Heyman came out the next night and said, the Royal Rumble winner should only be getting one title shot, not two. And then boom, Cody has one belt. Roman has another. Or you could do what they did years ago when WrestleMania was a 17. Don't quote me on this, but the uh, triple threat match between Jericho, Benoit, and Angle, the intercontinental title, European titles were on the line. You know, the first fall, they got one belt. The second fall got the other belt. Maybe you do that with Roman and he fights, you know, one person or fiddle four way, whatever you want to do. Just there's ways to break the titles up without introducing another title. You're turning into AEW by introducing more titles. We don't need more titles. Like, cool, USA or Fox's butthurt, they don't have a title right now. It's like Roman Reigns' problem here. You know, he's the one that wants to go part time. If you don't want to do the full time job, then maybe he needs to step down as champion. Maybe we need to put the title on somebody else because there's a lot of other guys in that locker room that would kill for that spot. You know, this ain't the days of come and go as you please. You know, this ain't the Bruno San Martina era. This isn't the Hulk Hogan era. This is the, you guys are on TV how many hours a week. You guys have social media, bazookas, and premier live entertainment. You know, this ain't the day of the champ comes to town once every couple months. So if Roman Reigns don't want to play ball, maybe it's time to drop the title and not make another one. Yeah, and then we'll see, too, you know, how hard are they going to stick to this brand split with the draft coming up on Friday? They're actually going to stick to it like they did when it first started and actually have these separate champions or how quickly when one show's ratings go down, are they going to have, like, stars from SmackDown or stars from Raw go over to um, go over to the other show? Who knows? Uh, we'll see. And like I said, we have they have NXT people that are ready to get called up as well. Uh, so it's kind of interesting to see how far they're going to go with this draft and who they're going to actually call up. And uh, those are really the only two topics since we recorded last week. Um, so we're going to go ahead and, like we said, with the NFL draft being on Thursday and with the WWE draft starting on Friday and continuing on Raw on Monday, we're going to go ahead and do our own little mock draft here. Now, like I said before, uh, we're going with this, assuming that Roman Reigns appears on all the shows, and same thing with Sami Zayn and Kevin Owens. Uh, we're not holding Liv, Morgan, and Raquel Rodriguez to the same standards because they're technically our two women's tag team champions if you include NXT. Uh, so they do not also get to appear on all the shows. And we also have, uh, you know, you can break up tag teams if you want. Really. We're just going with 30 straight picks. Um, there's no limit as far as men, women, if you want to draft 15 men and 15 women, 20 men, 10 women, 25 men, five women, it doesn't matter. No restrictions here. Um, I put our names into, uh, random.org and we have got, uh, chairman going first, me going second and cam going third. So it's a snake draft. So we'll go chairman, me, cam, cam, me, chairman, chairman, etc. Just like your typical uh, fantasy football-like draft. So if you want to go ahead, chairman, and get this started with your first overall pick, by all means, go ahead. Well, since we can't take Roman Reigns and his many, many titles, I'm going to take the guy that I'm going to have beat him when he comes to my brand. Mr. Seth Rollins is coming to home. I knew the second, I kind of figured the second Seth Rollins, or you went first overall that Seth Rollins is going to be number one. Uh, that's fine. I mean, he would have been, you know, he's, I think, easily a top three pick here. Um, for me, for my sec, for my pick, and my, my number one overall pick, I'll go ahead and take Cody Rhodes. Uh, you know, I just think, you know, like him and Seth are almost kind of one-two here if we're considering the fact that 
Roman uh, is, you know, appearing on all the brands going forward. So I think Cody is the best pick. And by the way, I should point out that we're not, you know, injuries, you know, we're not considering unless there's like a super long term injury. I don't think those really play into effect here. But uh, Cam, so you got two now back to back. And then we should guess should ask you before, are we doing part timers? Yes, part timers are eligible. Part timers are eligible. Okay. Yep. Um, so I'll go my first pick. I'm gonna go and take Gunther. I think that's someone you could definitely build around and he's the IC champion. He could be your one of your main guys on your show. And then since I get to go back to back and if um I'm gonna since we are gonna do part timers, I think and then you know, have a first world title match or first IC title match, I'll go Brock Lesnar. Yeah, that's the of course the uh, the match that everybody kind of wants to see. Uh, the match has been talked about for so long between Gunther and Brock Lesnar, where there were rumors at WrestleMania, and then after WrestleMania there were rumors at SummerSlam, and now after Summer now with SummerSlam, people are saying that what's not the plan for Brock? There's rumors about WrestleMania next year, so it just goes back and on and on and on. I think we're eventually will get that match at some point, even though Brock turned heel now, but. I just don't know when exactly that is going to take place. All right, so back over to me for a pick here. Uh, da, 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 da. Let's go ahead. <laughs> yeah, this is tougher than I thought it would be after going back like this. I kind of figured that Gunther, Gunther Seth, and Cody were going to be some form of like top three or top four. Uh, so that really doesn't surprise me. But who I want to take next? Um, you know what? I will go ahead and I'll take um, Finn Balor. Uh, him and Cody had a pretty decent match on Raw the other day. So I think him and Cody, you know, especially with Finn with his new persona, I think he's kind of almost at the best he's been right now in WWE. So I'll go ahead and take Finn Balor. So over to you, Chairman, for two picks. All right. So I need to have a centerpiece for my women's division. And Rhea Ripley is the best you're going to get for SmackDown Women's Champion. So I will take her to my brand. And I want to add another strong contender on the men's division. And I think, you know, you got a former world champion and Drew McIntyre still on board. So I'm definitely going to take him and his Claymore. All right. So Rhea Ripley, the first woman off the board. Uh, Drew McIntyre, also not a surprise going this early here. Um, I'm also going to take my centerpiece for my women's division. And I'm going to go ahead and take Becky Lynch. So unfortunately, Becky and Seth are now on separate brands here. Um, so we'll have to figure that out. Who gets to watch Rue on what day of the week? But, uh, you know, I think Becky Lynch and Charlotte are the two biggest draws in the women's division right now, so I'm glad I got one of them. So over to you, Cam, for two picks. Okay, so if we're going to go back to me for two, um, you guys took the two best available women, so I'll I'll just kind of – you know, I'm going to go – I get two of them. I'm going to go with – even though he is a part-timer, but I think it's a draw. It'll get people to watch my show. I'm going to go Logan Paul. Okay. And for my other pick, I want to have. Oh, you guys took the best two women, and I'm, you know, not. I'll take Bianca. It will take Bianca. She could be my centerpiece for my uh, uh, brand. All right, so almost almost run on uh, run on women here, like you would get a run on kickers in a fantasy football draft or a run on quarterbacks, but. 
Um, I am not going to continue, excuse me, the women's trend here. I'm going to go back to the men's side of things. And I am going to go ahead and take, you know what, I'll take, if you can keep his head on straight for me, I'm going to take uh, Matt Riddle. I mean, he's definitely shown his potential as what he could be as a star down the line. Had a good match with, um, you know, Roman Reigns for the Universal title a few months back on SmackDown. And he's over with the crowd. So I'll go ahead and say Matt, take Matt Riddle with this pick. Uh, so, Chairman, over to you for two. If you guys know about fantasy football, there's nothing better than stacks. And then there's nothing better than stacking the best tag team available. So I'm going to take Jimmy and Jay Uso back to back here. All right. Yeah, I wasn't. I considered taking one of them, but I was too afraid that since I'm in the middle, that the other one wouldn't get back to me. So that's what worried me about that picking in the middle. Uh, but yeah, I, I figured one of you guys at the end. I was almost gonna. I was probably gonna take one of them if you didn't take him there, Chairman, right now. But I worried Cam would take what uh, the other one that I didn't take on that end. So uh, I was actually surprised. Some people might be surprised that they went uh, lasted that long, but. There they go. Um, so back over to me here. I'm going to go ahead and take. You know what? Because he, this this podcast has now become an official L.A. Knight podcast. I'm going to go ahead and take L.A. Knight. Might be a little early for him, but I think the guy has potential out the wazoo. And I think I could build my brand around him. An L.A. Knight Cody Rhodes uh, promo battle might end up being pretty good. So I'll go ahead and take L.A. Knight with my pick here. So over to you, Cam, for two. Um, you know, I'm going to he, he's grown on me a tiny bit. I think it's not a young guy, just kind of like Logan Paul. You can kind of stick in there. I got my top two hills now, even though Brock technically is a hill, but I'd probably turn a baby face on my show. I'm going to go Austin Theory. And then even though he's injured, I think a big returning AJ Styles, not only could you put him with Theory for a mid-card title or you could shoot him right up to the top and have him wrestle Logan Paul, Gunther, Gunther and Brock Lesnar. Okay, so there go Austin Theory and AJ Styles off the board. Um, I am going to go, and I am going to go dip down into the NXT world for my next pick, and I'm going to go ahead, going to go ahead and take Braun Breaker. Um, I think this guy has, you know, he was originally the guy that was probably, the, you looked at him and said, uh, here comes a typical WWE guy, they're going to try to push, Vince love him, but he has grown tremendously into his role in NXT, I mean, even playing a heel now, uh, he's a much better wrestler at this point in his career than I think, you know, even somebody like Roman or John Cena was, of course it helps being in a wrestling family as well, but I think, you know, Give me Braun Breaker and Matt Riddle in the ring for 15 minutes, and I think you'll put on a hell of a fight. So I'll go ahead and take Braun Breaker with my pick here. So, Chairman, over to you for two. Yeah, you know, you went down the NXT well, and I think I'm going to go and take the other NXT standout. I don't watch much NXT, but I am a big fan of Carmelo Hayes. So I think he'd be a great young guy to add to the brand. And I think since I already have uh, Rhea Ripley, I think that if I don't add Dominic Mysterio to the mix for my heel heat, then I have failed as a brand manager. So I'm going to have to pick up, you know, a little, little Dami. 
Yeah, I mean, you can't break up uh, Mommy from her Dominic. I think that would just be uh, cause too much trouble for her in the backstage locker room. So that totally makes sense to take Dominic Mysterio from that lot there. Um, I'm going to go ahead and go back to the women's division, I believe. And I'm going to go ahead and take Io Sky. Uh, I think Io Sky, I like that she's getting a title match against Bianca Belair at the Backlash pay-per-view coming up. So I think, you know, it's a good sign that they might be finally breaking up damage control, no matter how great we thought they were together uh, when they first started, that it didn't work out for them just because of Triple H's booking or however, whatever the hell happened. But I think Io and Becky is a solid one-two punch for my women's division. So I will go ahead and take her. So over to you, Cam, now for two. Yeah, I'm going to almost round out my women's division right now. I'm going to go Asuka and Trish Stratus back-to-back. I think uh, Bianca is a champion, and then her versus Asuka, her versus Trish would be pretty good. Um, so I think I just have a <clears throat> – I think that really make, gives me a strong women's division. Yes, Trish has been, you know, it's just a little – since her heel turn, these those few promo or her promo last week and her backstage interview this past week as well, I thought were both well done, you know. She still got it as far as a performer goes, and, you know, she never lost that. Hopefully she can stick with it in the ring too, and we'll see what ends up happening with her. Um, Becky's been off TV for a few weeks, so I don't know where they're going with that or how long they're going to hold off for it. Um, okay, so Asuka gone, Tristratus is gone. Uh, I'm just updating my list here. I should point out, by the way, on Wikipedia, I don't think either one of us would have done this, but Bray Wyatt and Uncle Howdy are listed as two separate people, and that does not happen in our draft. Uh, So I'm going to go, let's see here. I am going to take, let's see, do I want to take him? Um, I'm going to go ahead and take... um, you know what? I was actually almost going to say one person, but I'm going to switch it to another. I'm going to go ahead and take Sheamus. Uh, you know, as he likes to tweet out, banger after banger after banger after banger. I mean, Sheamus and Braun Breaker on my brand, uh, kicking each other's ass in a 20-minute uh, fight. Sheamus and Matt Riddle, too, I think will just would end up being good. So I'll go ahead and take Sheamus for my pick here. So back over to you, Chairman, for two. feel like I should probably give Rhea some uh, dance partners here in the women's division. I mean, I'm sure she's got her dummy, but uh, she needs some uh, adversaries, per se. And I think uh, there's no one better than Charlotte Flair. I mean, she had a great match with her this past WrestleMania, so I think those two would make a strong uh, top two for my women's division. And if I want to keep the bloodline intact, I might also take Solo Sequoia. We pretty much hyped him up our last show. So I feel like we were foolish for almost letting him slip this late. But, uh, yeah, I'm going to complete my bloodline now. Oh, shit, yeah, I didn't even realize. We were just talking about beforehand if the bloodline gets to stay together in the draft, and we let the bloodline stay together pretty much by accident uh, in the draft here with uh, Chairman being able to get all three of them. So uh, smart move on your part there. I didn't even – I wasn't even – yeah, why did I blank on Solo? Man, I'm an idiot. Yeah, you're right. After we all hyped them up on the last show uh, as being like the next uh, one of the next big NX, one of the better NXT call ups. And then, yeah, we just go ahead and do that. So good job on us, huh? Uh, okay, so go down goes Charlotte, down goes Solo, back over to me. Um, let's see here. Uh, this is the other guy I was going to pick for my last pick, and he's still there. So I might as well just go ahead and take him. I'll go ahead and take Bobby Lashley. I mean, 
a guy's had pretty much a career resurgence in the last few years. I mean, going all the way back to his title match with uh, Drew McIntyre at WrestleMania. I mean, ever since that happened, it seems like that he's been one of the more constantly enjoyable characters in WWE. Like, you don't ever really see anything too bad with them. I mean, you got the stuff going on with Bronson Reed. I thought they had a decent little brawl. Uh, a couple of weeks ago on Raw, so I'll go ahead and take Lashley, and again, give me Lashley and Sheamus, and I think that'll work. So, over to you, Cam, for two. We're nine picks in. Okay, I'm kind of just <clears throat> kind of going through my list here. Oh, excuse me. <coughs> Sorry. Oh, bless you. I'm going to freaking hit mute real quick. My bad. <laughs> I'm a professional <laughs> podcaster. Um, I want to do my tag team division. I'm kind of going back and forth. You know what? I'm going to go and take back-to-back. I'm going to go um, Otis and Chad Gable back-to-back. I'm going to keep them together. They're going to be my lead tag team. I had considered some other ones, but I think just their ability to be like comedic relief, they could be inserted anywhere in the show, and they could you know, provide some comedic relief. They can have matches and things like that. So I think that I'm going to go with uh, Otis and Chad Gable back-to-back. And Chad Gable is going to be my next pick there. So uh, nice for you to seal him there right out in front of me. Uh, That's good. Uh, So let's see. Um, Going back to me over here. Um, Uh, No, I don't want to take him yet. Um, I mean, hell, he's, he's a legend, but he's still out there and he's still putting on pretty good matches. I'll go ahead and take Rey Mysterio. I might only get a couple of years out of him, but I can get a one more main event run, I think, out of Rey Mysterio if I really wanted to give him one more giant push. So I will go ahead and take Rey Mysterio. So over to you, uh, Chairman, for two. You get to this point in the draft where you always uh, got a guy that's out injured. You don't know when they're coming back, but you like to stash them on your bench just in case they do come back. Cam did this with AJ Styles a couple rounds ago. Randy Orton's still out there. This guy's a former, you know, 14-time world champion. He'd be great for the brand, so I'm going to bring him on. And while we're sticking with the old boys, I'm going to bring his old tag team partner slash nemesis, uh, Edge. So let's just go old school here with these guys. A lot of people know these guys from back in the day. They're going to check my brand out just to see Old Faithful. Yeah, why the hell not? Uh, Yeah, I consider Randy Orton, too. Like you said, I I hope he comes back because it sucks that he got – pretty much you know i don't want to say kicked out but like he had injured the second he uh the second you know him and riddle were getting over as a team so i hope he's able to come back and at least do something with um with riddle um i'm gonna go back to the women's division i'm gonna dip into nxt uh so i'm gonna go ahead and go with roxanne perez I mean, she's only 21 years old. She's already been NXT champion. When you see her on NXT, you can clearly, at least for me, see that she's light years ahead of anybody down there. And they actually have a pretty decent women's division down in NXT. But, I mean, I think she has the ability to be, like, the face of a, my women's division for a long time in my draft here. And also that when they actually she gets to WWE, she has the, when she gets to the main roster, she has potential to be uh, a top woman there for a pretty long time. So I'm going to go ahead and take Roxanne Perez here. So over to you, Cam, for two. <clears throat> well, I <clears throat> excuse me. Well, I do need a um, tag team to go after Chad Gable and Otis. And so I'm going to bring over the rest of Imperium and bring over uh, Ludwig 
and uh, why is his other name escaping me? Oh, Fab- uh, Fabian Archer. Can I say his last name? Sorry. Yeah, he's technically Giovanni. I think he's, I think he's Giovanni Vinci now, oh, but. Oh, there we go. Yeah, that's why his name was probably sc- his uh, name wasn't given to you, but yeah, see, it's the same person. Yeah, we know who he is. Um, <laughs> okay. Yeah, all you got all of them. Yeah, you said you got all of Imperium too, so your stables are filled over there. So back over to me now for a pick. Um, you know what? I'll kind of get a little bit of a stable here. I'll go ahead and take Butch Pete Dunn, whatever you want to call him. He'll be he would be called Pete Dunn on my brand, but guy has Sheamus, so I might as well get uh, Butch here as well. We know the wrestling he can do when he's actually given time, so that is uh, a positive for me. So I'll go ahead and take Butch with my pick here. So over to you, Chairman, for two. Well, I think I need another uh, female for the uh, locker room. So Bailey's still on board. Bailey's obviously a phenomenal talent. You know, it's almost a steal at this point, I feel like. So throw her on. And I'm going to give uh, Rhea and Dom another um, stable mate in Damian Priest. I think he's a big man. He's needed to, and you know, Dom and Damian can be a tag team. And then maybe Justin and I can work a trade out and then get Finn. So I can have the whole judgment day, get my Infinity Gauntlet going. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. Their trades could be allowed down here. Um, okay. So that takes care of Bailey. Let me get Bailey off my list here. Let me get Damian Priest off my list here. So that takes care of them. Uh, okay, back over to me here. Um, you know what? We kind of, I kind of mentioned him earlier and what he did with one of my previous draft picks, uh, Bobby Lashley. So I'll go ahead and take Bronson Reed. Um, I'm kind of developing a big man, uh, worker, you know, type here with Sheamus, with Lashley, and now with Bronson Reed, um, been doing well since he's come back to WWE and honestly I mean I don't like to compare but if I had to compare between big man Bronson back in the WWE and uh, Keith Lee over in AEW I think Bronson Reed's been doing better so I'll go ahead and take Bronson Reed with my pick here so over to you Cam now that was going to be one of my next picks so that's uh, we we stole one each from each other Um, you know there's still a whole bunch of guys out there, but then I'm trying to figure out what I want to do completely for like my wants and needs for my divisions and everything. I need another, I get back to backs. Um, you know what, since they're still on the board, let me just, I'll be the premier tag team division of our uh, brand split. Give me, um, Montez Ford and, um, can't, why am I brain not? <laughs> Angelo really? Dawkins. There we go. Angelo yeah. Doc. I was just like the guy that no one cares about. Yeah. <laughs> uh, back to back. So that gives me three tag teams. And I think I am stacked up pretty well on tag teams now. Yeah. And then you also got the singles potential of Montez Ford. You got the singles potential of Chad Gable. So yeah, you're pretty well uh, stacked up there when it comes to tag teams and singles potential down the line. All right. Back over to me. Um, I don't want another woman just yet. Do I want him or him? You know what? Give me Ricochet. Um, I was debating between him and one other guy. Maybe this other guy will get back to me on my next pick. But, I mean, Ricochet, high flyer, can go out there and have a good match with pretty much anybody. I've kind of liked his pairing with Braun that he's been going on with now. It sucks that Braun suffered a concussion the other day, though. Or last week, though, so he won't be... He, 
he's out for now until he gets cleared. But yeah, give me Ricochet to go out there and have a pretty good match with anybody that I throw him out there with. So over to you, Chairman, now for two. All right. Uh, I think I'm going to throw Johnny Gargano on the roster. You know, he's one of my favorites in NXT, and I know he's not getting the best of success right now in the main roster, but I think that day will come. And I think I need to add another female to the roster. I think at this point, Liv Morgan's a great addition. You know, she's had her moments, you know, throughout the last couple of years. She's got a fan following, so that'll get some eyes on my product. I don't know if we ever talked about it, but I just remember seeing a story a few weeks ago where Liv Morgan apparently suggested in her program with Ronda Rousey that Ronda should legit- legitimately break her arm in an armbar. That's just, that's insane. I have no idea if to believe it's true or not, because um, it's wrestling media. But like, if that woman, if she actually suggested that, I just want to see what the reaction was. Everybody backstage when she did it. <laughs> um, all right, I'm actually gonna go. I thought about taking another woman here, but I'm gonna go ahead and take the person that I was originally gonna take before, like with my last one. But he's still there, so I'm gonna go ahead and take Shinsuke Nakamura. He's been gone for a while. Maybe that means he's well-rested. I can get a motivated Shinsuke Nakamura to go out there and have some banger matches with some of the guys on my brand already. So I will take Nakamura. So over to you, Cam. I mean, the, if the point of wrestling is to bring in people or bring in money and, um, you know, have as many eyes on the product as possible, I'm going to, for my fourth woman, you know, she's injured, but, you know, there still is the potential. I'm going to go Ronda Rousey. I think it's still a name draw. I think getting her, what, pick 14, 15, wherever we're at, something like that. Right 15, midway point. Yeah, you know, a few years ago, if you would have said you'd been able to draft Ronda Rousey in a wrestling fantasy draft at the 15th round, people would have told you you're crazy. Um, so I'm going to go that route. And then I'm going to go back to, uh, you know, now it's getting tough. I think uh, – mm, as we got all the men, I'm going to go and take my NXT guy. I'm going to go and, and call up. Um, I'm going to go ahead and call up. Damn, now I have my different list. I'm going to go with Dragunov. I think that he had definitely has potential. I think he's a strong guy. I think you could even tease putting him in with Aperium, um, or you could do all kinds of different things when it comes to that. So I'm going to go and, and put an Eline Dragunov, or however you say his first name. I think you got it right. Uh, yeah, and you figure, you know, him and Gunther had that classic of a match at NXT UK 2, so you have that there as well. Um, so good pick. Uh, so it's back to me now to figure out something here. I'm going to go probably tap into the women's division as well. Who am I going to get here? Um, man. You know what? I'll have, I'll keep a, well, at least one little bit of a tag team here together. I'll go ahead and take Dakota Kai. I think she's a, a solid worker. She's kind of like the workhorse. I mean, not really the workhorse of uh, damage control, but she's kind of like the one that can eat the pins in the group, but it's okay because she's good enough where it doesn't matter. So I'm going to go ahead and take Dakota Kai here as my uh, fourth woman. So over to you, Chairman, now for two. Well, if I ever have a big event, I need a host, and I think The Miz would be a great fit for that. So I'll throw The Miz on. And I'll take the chance with Bray Wyatt. He might come back. He might not. But he's another guy that has a lot of buzz and interest and people kind of draw to him, whatever he's doing. So plus, you know, I might get that chance IRS appearance. So let's roll. <laughs> and you got the possible Ms. Dad appearance here, too, as well, by taking the Ms. You can have a father son co-host maybe of your big show uh, to look forward to. So you've got that going for you. 
All right, uh, so back over to me here. Oh, man. I wasn't going to take him because I feel like he's too much like L.A. Knight. I'm going to go ahead and take... I'm going to go back down to NXT again. I'm going to take Grayson Waller. Uh, he's another guy that I think has big-time potential when he's called up to the main roster. Uh, I saw that he lost tonight to Carmelo Hayes in, a tit- in the NXT title match, so it's maybe possible that he gets called up for the actual draft with Carmelo Hayes retaining the NXT title. But I think his ta- I think he's a more athletic, better-talking version of The Miz. I think he's The Miz, like, amped up to, like, 5 or 10. So I'll go ahead with that, and I think the promos between him and Ellen Knight will just be... Uh, pretty good. So I'll go ahead and take Grayson Waller. So back over to you, Cam, for two. Well, since we're talking tag teams and we're talking about uh, potential singles runs, I'm going to go back to back. I'm going to take Joaquin Wild and I'm going to take Santos Escobar. Um, both of those guys have amazing potential. Uh, you could easily keep them together for the <clears throat> LWO connection. <clears throat> you could split them both if you wanted to down the road and have them feud and then go their own separate ways. Again, they both have amazing potential. Uh, Joaquin Wild, I'm fine. I'm very happy that he's finally found his main way to the main roster. I saw him wrestle a few times on the Indies, and I think that guy is really, really good. Oh, man, I was hoping Santos Escar was going to make it at least one more pick. Uh, yeah, I always get, I get, I love that they have the LWO together now, but I just hate that they're pretty much taking L's against the bloodline at this point. I wish they could I, pick up a win here or there. Um, let's see here. I don't really like any of the women right now. I mean, granted, at this point, this is like the part of the fantasy draft where you're scrolling through, like, okay, like this person could have potential. This one might be able to do a little bit. Um, I can't take a risk on him. Do I want to go? You know what? I'm going to take another woman here, I think. Um, I am, you know what, I'm going to go again to potential, and I'm going to go ahead and take Cora Jade. I think she's kind of found her groove from the heel work I've been seeing from her. Um, I think she, you know, uh, she has some potential going forward to be a top woman there. She's got a unique look. Um, so I'll go ahead and take Cora Jade and hope that she pans out for me in my women's division. So over to you, Chairman for two. Well, that was a very nice because she was my next predict because she wrestled in my backyard, you know, here once upon a time ago. I'm but sorry. uh, it's all right. It happens. <laughs> um, but uh, I'll take Indy Hartwell then. You know, she's a NXT Women's Champion right now. So figured why not add some depth to that division. And I'll add another NXT female who I have my eyes on since she was in NXT UK. Um, Alba Fire, formerly Keely Ray. I think she's also a potential women that could be a great addition to any division. So let's uh, add some young pieces to a building division here. I've got a run of women here, but I think I'm going to break that one run here with my next pick. Um, I'm going to go ahead. Oh God, I could add there. You know what? He's a veteran. He's a good hand to have around. I'll go ahead and take Kofi Kingston. Um, He's also a guy that you might've thought like, you know, at this point, we're already past the halfway point of the draft. Kofi Kingston being available, that's something I don't think you would have thought of two years ago at this point. But I'll go ahead and take Kofi here with this pick. So over to you, Cam, for two. Okay. Um, Kofi was a good sneaky pick. You know, it kind of – I still got Biggie on my big board. He's one of those guys that's, like, coming back off injury. Like, you know, what has he got left in the tank type of type of thing. Um 
I feel like I need another uh, another woman on my roster to kind of, you know, I'm gonna go Chelsea Green here. I think that she could uh, kind of like, <clears throat> kind of like Otis and Chad Gable can kind of be like that comedic relief for like the little punching bag if needed be for some of the upper mid carders. You know, with my Bianca and Ronda and things like that, Chelsea could easily fit in there. So I'm gonna take her there, and then. I'm going to take a chance. Uh, no, it's tough. It's tough. Now we're getting down to, like, yeah, you said you're kind of scrolling. Like Chairman said, I'm going to take – you know what? I'm going to go – well, I mean, rule Mendoza. I'm just going to – we'll just round out the LWO, and I'll go Cruz del Toro. Okay. So uh, we each have – but so now 11 picks left. Well, now came as 10 picks left with uh, at that pick. So I might as well just go ahead and take Kofi's partner, Xavier. Um, take him. Him and Kofi can be in my like mid-card on my show. Uh, Big E's a risk because we don't know if he's actually coming back with a neck injury, but you're hopeful that he is. But, yeah, I'll have Kofi and Xavier. They, while I don't really have a tag team division at this point, they can be a team together and kind of do their thing. So I'll go ahead and take him. Uh, so over to you, Chairman, for two. All righty. So I think I'm going to go ahead and take Dolph Ziggler because I want to try to get a hold of Kenny Dystra and the rest of the Spear squad and have a reunion. <laughs> you know, it should have been him. You know, he should have been me. That's what he said the whole time, you know, when I was talking to Seth Rollins with the first pick. But I'm sorry, Dolph, you have to wait till this time. Um, and then I figured Braun Strowman at this point, you know, he's muscle and he can, you know, push semis over for cheap pop. So why not? Yeah, God, imagine three years ago saying Braun was going to last, last to the back half of the draft of this round. That would, people, people probably would have been saying, yeah, I know way either there. So um, it's interesting. It's one of those things where if you look back and say if we would have done this five years ago, what the difference would have been. Uh, okay, man, now we're getting down to – you're getting to the point now where, like I said, you kind of just want potential. Um, let's see here. Um... No. Okay, I'll go ahead and take, scrolling back through the NXT people here, I don't even know if there's anybody I want on NXT, um, oh wait, Chairman already took Alba Fire, uh, I'll go ahead and take Gigi Dolan, Priscilla Kelly, whatever you want to call her, um, she can be my lunatic crazy person of my women's division, bump around for everybody if I want to have, uh, you know, like you know, Becky Lynch, Gigi, uh, Gigi Dolan, like hardcore match, I can go ahead and do that. So I will go ahead and take her with my pick here. So over to you, Cam, for two. Okay, I'm going to go Tyler Bate. I think that that's my second NXT call-up. Um, guy should have been on the main roster when Pete Dunne uh, came up years ago. <clears throat> kind of seems like they're kind of dancing around the idea of possibly bringing him up around again. Um <clears throat> Guy's a fantastic worker. You can kind of put him in any spot, and he'll have some great matches. Ha- already has history with Gunther and things like that. everybody on the roster. I mean, an AJ Styles Tyler Bate match would be fantastic. Um, and then yeah, you know, then him and Santos Escobar, all kinds of things. And then I'm gonna go. This one's kind of tough because I feel like you know what I'm gonna do it anyways. And yeah, I'm gonna go Baron Corbin. I was gonna pick somebody else, but I'm gonna go Baron because he's been pretty decent lately. He can be that mid card heel or the that little delusional baby face backstage, someone just on the roster. Yeah, why not? He's a guy that takes eats your L's. It's not. A, yeah, I mean, he's somebody at this late I probably would have considered too. I'm going to go ahead and take um, K- 
carrying cross then here right now. Uh, again, I'm kind of I actually a little bit surprised he did last this long, but I mean you know he's he's got an act. He's somebody that you know has an entrance and everything. I think he's fine for where I would slot him on my card. Uh, not somebody that would be a main eventer, but you know he fills his role perfectly fine. So I'll take carrying cross here. So over to you, chairman, for two. <laughs> That was going to be my pick, but then uh, I was just like, man, he pisses me. Every time I watch him wrestle, he just pisses me off. So, no, I'm not taking him. <laughs> yeah, there's a lot of guys that you guys took, and I'm just like, eh, maybe I'll wait a little longer and whatever. But um, I'm going to take uh, Raquel Gonzalez, or Rodriguez. I'm sorry, they changed her name on me. You know, I figured I'd live Morgan, so I'll keep the women tag team championship intact. And who else do I want to bring over to the party? Hmm. It's getting gross out there, boys. <laughs> yeah, it's getting tough. Real gross. Um, I'll take JC Jane. I was a fan of hers, um, you know, with the toxic attraction thing. So, sorry, Justin, to not allow you to reunite those two for feud. Uh, yeah, I guess they'll have to finish up their feud before they go their separate ways in the draft here, unfortunately. Um, all right. Uh, let's see if I can pull somebody off from NXT that I've seen that I've really like. Um, you know what? I'll go ahead and take the NXT North American champion, Wesley. Um, go ahead, go out there, you know, have killer matches with Ricochet, Kofi, etc. Um, I'll go ahead and take Wesley here too, because like I said, from what I've seen with him as North American champion, uh, I would like what I've seen, so I'll take him. So Cam, to you for two. I'm going to go Cameron Grimes. I, I've been a fan of that guy. They're supposedly repackaged him. He's got into better shape. Who knows? <clears throat> but he's a great worker. He's someone that could rise up. He does have the potential for further down the road, possibly making something happen. Or, you know, he's just another hand. But I think that he has potential. Uh, and then I'm going to round out my women's division. I'm going to go Zelina Vega. I think she is, uh, especially for this late, she can be a top draw or she can be someone. But I think that I do. I did kind of build a pretty strong women women's division considering I didn't get Becky or Rhea. All right. I'm going to go ahead and saying Wesley just reminded me that Dragon Lee is in NXT right now. So I think this late, that's a steal. So I will go ahead and take uh, Dragon Lee here with my uh, late pick here. So that's who I'm going with. So over to you, chairman for two. Maybe she'll get Mia Yim, and then she can call Keith Lee. Then you can have all the Lees. It's all of them. Is there any other Lees I'm missing in wrestling? I don't th- – uh, Robert or Chris – no, Colonel Parker. No, it wasn't Lee Parker. I don't know. I'll go ahead and make your picks. <laughs> all right. So uh, we're getting super gross out there. So I'm going to just take another tag team, the Viking Raiders, Ivar and Eric. Um, sure, I need tag team depth. That's, they're, they're established with the veteran tag team. They, they're familiar with each other. So we're just filling out the roster now. Oh, yeah. Yeah, now we're at the point where, you're, like I said, you're throwing the dart and hoping you can get somebody good here because we have, let's see, one, 26 and 8, 29 and 3. We each have, uh, well, now Chairman has five, and Cam and I have six picks left each. So, uh, let's see, going back down here, um, is there anybody left in the main roster that I really want? Uh, ugh, not really. Uh, all right, yeah, I might just fill out the rest of my picks with NXT picks here. We're looking at some of uh, uh, some of the choices left on the men's roster when you get all the way up there. Uh, fuck it, let's throw another big man out there and just have bangers. I'll take uh, Dijak here with this pick. He even had a great match with Wesley at one of the last takeovers, so 
I'll take Dijek here with this pick and hope that all of the uh, T-bar stink is finally off of him. So I'll take Dijek. Uh, so back to you, Cam, for two. Uh, I mean, even if he never wrestles anymore, I think just him being in the locker room, you could use him on commentary if he needed to be, or he could be like a mouthpiece for someone. I'm going to go Tomasa Ciampa. I mean, you kind of take him this late in hopes that he does come back at some point. Or if, you know, all else fails, he kind of is there to, you know, he could be a mouthpiece. Like I said, he can do backstage stuff and, and still contribute. And I think it's worth a pick. Um, you know, you, no one ever picked her and I, I was leaving her out there for to keep the the couples together for chairman, but I'm gonna my last woman's pick. I'm gonna go Candice LeRae. All right, yeah. I mean, we hate. I think that was one of the things when they broke up Andrade and Charlotte a few years ago, which was funny. Uh, and they ended up switching that pretty much right away. Okay, uh, so that's that. I think I need at least two more women's picks. So. If I'm scrolling through the women's roster here, anybody I really, I would have liked JC Jane, but unfortunately, aha, Chairman Tucker. I'm going to go ahead. Um, no, no, no. Man, yeah, you guys are, this is struggling uh, as far as picks go. Jeez. Um, you know what, fuck it. I'll round out the Brawling Brutes, and I'll take Ridge Holland. I got them, and I got New Day, I guess, together. So he's not bad. He's a decent muscle. He can be the guy taking the L's for uh, the Brawling Brutes in their matches. So I'll go ahead and take Ridge Holland with this pick here. So over to you, Chairman, for two. <clears throat> I'm going to take Nathan Frazier from NXT. Um, he was a graduate from uh, Seth Rollins' school actually and wrestled a little bit in my backyard you know a couple years ago so figured you know since i have seth you know maybe we can do a storyline there and then uh what else is left what's the ruling on pat mcafee is he an occasional wrestler or is he like uh what are we doing there um i don't know i think i would rule no on him only because he hasn't really been around a lot in the last year so i would say he's probably a no all right all right all right, let's get grosser. Um, probably can't afford Pat McAfee anyway. He's been too much on <laughs> the podcast. Um, I will take R-Truth. I need comic relief, even though if he's injured, I may never wrestle again. Him just showing up and causing a few laughs, you know, would be just worth it alone. Plus, you have the great R-Truth Miz tag team from 2011 now reunited to that you can work with. So, potential there uh, for that as well. Um... I gotta get at least one more woman here. Um, is there anybody in NXT I like? Um, I'll go ahead and take. You know what? I think she's slowly improving. I'll go ahead and take Tiffany Stratton. Uh, who knows? She may win the NXT Women's Title tonight, which I don't think she should, but. Uh, I know they're turning her into the typical athletic blonde like Charlotte, but I think she's actually improving in her ring work where Charlotte's kind of gotten to the point where she's good and that's it. So I'll take a flyer on Tiffany Stratton and hope she pans out for me. Um, so over to you, Cam, for two. All right, I'm going to I'm gonna fill out my uh, mid-card, my up-and-coming guys, someone that you could put in if we had like a mid-card title or anything like that. I'm going to go back-to-back NXT. I'm going to go Charlie Dempsey, son of William Regal. I think he has all the potential in the world. He can be um, he can be my Pete Dunn on my roster. 
And then someone who always showed potential to WWE somehow is still signed. But I love this guy. I've seen him wrestle a few times. When he used to get to do his power his PowerPoint presentations on Raw, I thought it was actually pretty funny. Um, but he is still around, somehow still signed after all these years. I'm going to go with my boy Drew Gulak. All right, yeah, he's down there in NXT now with Charlie. I think, I think he's with, doing something with Charlie Dempsey, so another good pairing there. Uh, okay, so I have three picks left here. I'll go ahead with one of them, and I'll take... Da, 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 da. Man. Um... Jeez. This is tough. <laughs> da, 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 da. You know what? You know what? Fuck it. He's around this long. I'll take Mustafa Ali. Uh, again, another guy. Again, I got Dragon Lee. I got Wesley. You know, go out there. Just have bangers with these guys. And hopefully you have some good matches. So I'll take Mustafa Ali. Uh, so over to you, Cam. Or Chairman, I'm sorry, for two. Well, let's see. I got a decent amount of women. I think I'm going to top off my women's division these next two picks. Uh, Alexa Bliss. I know she's out right now, but... I think she'll be back eventually, and obviously she has main event potential. And I'm going to take um, Justin's favorite uh, wrestler, Natalia. So I need the draft room to get pumped and you jump up and down because <laughs> <laughs> we got her with the 29th pick. Oh, man, that is never – I will never not laugh at that uh, when they did that thing for the first draft, taking Natalia. Oh, God, that was hilarious. Um, yes, please bring back the war rooms uh, for for this draft. I beg of you. We need to see that. Um, you know what? I need some comedy relief on my end too. So I'm going to go ahead and take, uh, Andre chase. I think the chase university stuff, the skits I see of them are hilarious. Um, he's kind of doing like a wrestling version of Bobby Knight. So I'll go ahead and take Andre chase as like my mid car, my low car jobber. Who's there also for me for comedy. So that's me, Cam, your last two picks here. Okay, I mean, my show is going to have a whole bunch of comedic relief, which is fine because I do need guys to take L's. I'm going to go Ridge Holland, and then I, if I, I took want right to, up. I just put not not Ridge Holland. Excuse me, Boogs. Sorry. Oh, uh, Boogs. Okay. Guy. Yep. Uh, yeah, I'm going to go Boogs. Um, again, more comedic relief if I need it, and then he, I would force them and him and Baron Corbin into like this weird, like super buff tag team where they just always lose. Um, and then my last one. I mean, he's listed there, but I feel like we're just going to stay away because it's part it's part timers and there's, you know, um, it would be unfair. I was going to take John Cena with pick number 30, <laughs> but uh, <laughs> man, this is tough. I mean, I have enough women. Um, da, 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 da. I got enough comedic relief. This is very tough. This is like our Mr. Last pick. You know what? I'm going to go with someone again who's kind of just stuck around the WWE, someone you could easily stick in there and, you know, in any situation, I guess. I'm going to go with Apollo Crews. Who is that? Oh, Apollo Crews. Oh, okay. Yeah, I got you. Okay. Um, I'm just going ahead, gonna go ahead and take Scarlet with my last pick because she's half the reason you know, Karrion Cross's act is decent, so I can't not have Scarlet and be your manager. And I guess she can be, like I said, like the, like the low-card woman for my women's division, so I'll go ahead and take Scarlet. All right, so over to you, Chairman, for either Mr. or Miss Irrelevant. For Mr. Irrelevant, we're going to bring back this legend from, I want to say, 2017. The modern name, Ahaja Jinder Mahal, former world champion. Last pick. You can't go wrong with a former world champion here. I'm going to make him relevant again. 
Hell, I mean, yeah, I mean, for pick thirty, for pick thirty, yeah, you're right. You cannot go wrong with a former world champion. Uh, I would, I would definitely agree. I honestly, I was looking at him with one of my last couple of picks before I went with Ali and Andre Chase. So, all right, that is our little mini draft there. Please let us know how we did on Twitter at the hot underscore tag and also on the PW Mania website. You can let us know how we did, whose roster is the best. Um, let us know. But for my co-host Cam and the chairman Stephen Vincent, I am Justin C signing off. And we will talk to you guys next week.